You're listening to the European Parliamentary Research Service podcast on access to justice in environmental matters. The Aarhus Convention gives EU citizens and organisations the right to challenge public decisions that do not comply with environmental laws to protect their health and environment. That's in theory, but in practice, the EU and its member states have proved rather reluctant to open the door wide for citizens, and especially NGOs, to challenge their environmental plans in court. We'll be right back with you. The Aarhus Convention, adopted in this Danish city in 1998, is an international agreement under the auspices of the United Nations Economic Commission for Europe. Ratified by the EU in 2005 and so applicable to all EU member states, the Convention gives the public a number of rights with regard to the environment, access to information, participation in decision-making and access to justice in environmental matters. But how are these rights being enforced? Well, that's been precisely the subject of two reports published in 2017, one by the Aarhus Convention Compliance Committee and the other by the European Commission. Let's have a look. Based on a complaint by an NGO, the Convention's Compliance Committee dug into the issue and concluded that the EU has failed to secure access to justice in environmental matters as provided for by the Convention. Another shortcoming highlighted in the report is that the EU tends to apply different standards to its own institutions and to member states. In parallel to this report, the Commission undertook its own investigation and looked into access to justice in member states. So what were the conclusions? Well, similar to the Convention's report, the Commission observed that member states do not always apply the Convention's provisions in the same way, and sometimes they don't even fully comply with the Convention's requirements. One of the main issues of contention regards the legal standing, which determines who and under what conditions is allowed to bring a complaint and to be heard in court. So, while in the case of denial of information and participation rights, the access criteria granting individuals and NGOs access to court are quite well defined, they're less clear in cases of non-compliance with environmental law. The Aarhus Convention leaves these criteria at the discretion of the EU and its member states, but here lies the root of the problem. Stay with us. As the Commission's report points out, the access criteria defined by member states differ greatly and sometimes the criteria are so strict that they make it extremely difficult, especially for NGOs, to be heard in court. Next to the principle of uniform interpretation, the Commission also underlines the need to respect the principle of effectiveness, which requires member states to ensure that their procedural rules do not make the enforcement of European rights impossible in practice. In all cases, the role of the EU Court of Justice is crucial. Since the 1990s, national courts have been asking the Court of Justice to clarify how they should deal with the different guarantees, resulting in some important rulings. In 2011, for instance, the Court confirmed that a slow Slovak NGO had the right to be heard on how the Slovak authorities were protecting brown bears. But the European Court of Justice has been criticised for double standards by the Convention's Compliance Committee. The committee considers that while the court calls on member states to grant broader access for individuals and NGOs to national courts, it is much tougher on NGOs wanting to challenge a decision adopted by an EU institution. The truth is that the EU court has long been applying what's become known as the Plowman Doctrine, which says that only persons who are individually and directly concerned by an EU decision can challenge it in court. According to a study commissioned by the European Parliament, the court's over-strict application of this doctrine in the environmental field has led to NGOs always being deemed not to have an individual concern and their claims thus never admitted. So what's the Commission's view on all this? 
Well, regarding implementation at member state level, the Commission has started talks with each member state concerned to address gaps and improve implementation of EU environmental law at national level. But when it comes to implementation at EU level, it has taken a more defensive stance. Arguing that it is legally impossible for the EU to follow and comply with the Compliance Committee's findings without challenging the EU's constitutional principles. In the end, the solution advanced by the Council was to take note of the identified shortcomings. However, the situation will not now be reviewed until 2021 at the next meeting of the parties to the Aarhus Convention. You're listening to European Parliamentary Research Service podcasts. 